I got some spontaneous questions. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, morning, uh, Sunday morning. I'm here with my boy Mike for What's the up? morning meditation. First meditation time on Stephen's <laughs> Morning, just motivation type thing. And yeah, Mike's here, so we're gonna say what's up. What's up? What's up? What's said? up? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring uh, Stephen some spontaneous questions. I see. Right now I'm in Stephen Selly's apartment. <laughs> the studio. <laughs> yes, the studio. <laughs> he's got great hospitality, by yeah. the way. Oh, um, I see he's got a couple boards over here. He's, he's oh, got yeah. a board that says gratitude, enjoy, live purposefully, authentic, and awareness. And since I've been here, um, we've been talking a lot. And I got, I got a question for Stephen. And I kind of brought this up yesterday. Is how, do you, how, how different do you feel in terms of your awareness from like reading more books mm. and... So all this reading and all these different things, everything I'm seeing is almost reminding me of my awareness. Now, how are you choosing what to filter and what not to filter? Like if you're in, you know, if mm. you're dunking, like how, like how is your awareness in that and how has that changed since you've been thinking about this? That's a the great stuff question. You just, yeah, so the filter, um, let's see. So when it comes to dunking, I, I'm just aware of me believing in myself mm-hmm. of like not because I used to say I should be able to I, we talked about this last night but I should be able to hit this dunk I should be able to do it but instead of doing that I um detach from the outcome more like for example if I wanted to hit a two-hand dribble dunk that's really hard for me I don't say like I have to hit it today I just say like let's make progress so I'm aware of not putting too much pressure on myself detaching from the outcome so like it maybe if I don't get it today I learn something from that but I'm also aware of the minds that mindset and also that um that I need to do what's best for me because a lot of it was like for YouTube because my videos as you know do better when I do better dunks mm-hmm. but if I do if I focus yeah it's for real <laughs> but so like I got to remember that I got to like I'm not going to make progress. I'm trying to force things. So I guess my awareness is more just take it easy. I breathe and I also visualize. So I try to visualize visualize myself doing it before and even during a dunk session. If I'm about to hit a dunk, try to have some awareness of just visualizing what I'm about to do. And also breathing is big because like sometimes before a big jump, I'll, I'll take like six deep breaths because it like changes, as you know, like changes your whole like body's chemistry. Mm-hmm. So it puts me in a much better state and relaxes me. And I need to be relaxed even though I'm like super hype. It's a different type That's of That's one relaxed. of those things that I feel like keeps, it could, it could either um, lead you to overthink mm-hmm. or it keeps you from overthinking. Like it depends, yes. depends like what, mm-hmm. how, you, how you're feeling going into that, that breathing. Right. So my awareness is to keep me from overthinking because that's what I always did. I was always thinking I should do this. Why am I not doing this? That little tweak was a little bit too much of a tweak with my ankle and my knee. That jump was a little poor. I hope I don't go down the bad hole. It was like that was me overthinking. You're thinking your previous jump is going to affect you know the rest Everything. of the dunk session. Yes. Yeah. And it was like every little fact there's like, oh, they're about to play pickup. I have to rush. Whatever it was, was overthinking. So now my awareness is with that detached from the outcome is like, don't overthink it. Just enjoy this time and focus on like this jump, this thing, and really just focus on uh, the dunk instead of thinking about all the factors. Mm-hmm. Almost like golf is a good example. I don't know if you ever play, but they like yeah. I, when I learned, it was like fun. And I, I get how it's meditative now because it's like you have to hold the club a certain way. Mm-hmm. You have to keep your body. There's like 10, 20 different factors you're thinking about. Focus on the ball, focus on your shoulders, whatever it is. All those different factors line up that you can't think about like – what you're doing outside of golf. You have to think about all, especially when you're learning, you're like thinking about all those things to keep them in line to hit a good shot. So when I'm dunking, I'm trying to do all those things, but I need to just not think about them. And because I know it so well, and when I think about it too much, I'm I'm overcompensating for different things. You're like you're ahead of yourself because you've been doing it so long. You know all the little details. Right. 
But yes. but it's like when you have when you have a clear mind, and you're not really thinking about those things. That's when it seems like those are the best dunks mm-hmm. or the best dunk session. Like when you're just around people, you're, yes. you're feeding off the energy. So and I kind of contradict myself. It seemed like when I said the golf analogy, mm-hmm. but I want to explain because when I do the jumps, when I think about the what 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 I think wrongly about, which was I was saying, it's good to think about all those things. Like throw the law, the timing, like picture those things, the footwork. All those things are good. But my mindset was I should be able to do this perfectly instead mm. of like believing I'm going to do it perfectly. Just throw it up, go get it and trusting myself. I wasn't trusting myself. So I'm like, mm. I should be able to do this. I hope I, and I was thinking like, I hope I don't plant wrong. Mm-hmm. So then instead of focusing on me doing it, I was focusing on me hoping not that I don't do it wrong. It's almost like if you're um, doing it the way that you just explained, it's like you're laying out roadblocks if yep. you're not just having a clear <laughs> yeah, mind about exactly. it. Exactly. So it's, so and that's really what it feels like if, if yeah. you think, if you're overthinking, it feels like you're running into roadblocks yeah. as you're going up into your jump and you just feel slow and heavy yeah and it's but that's with most things i think is you add resistance to it just yep i agree and then like some session what i noticed like where i was I'll try to get into more of what i was explaining yesterday was that i noticed that some sessions when i don't worry about what's happening then i start to warm up properly because i have no pressure and then it just compounds into a good day mm-hmm. but if i start the day like i today should be good um, take it easy and I'm trying to like go slow and warm up properly then knows every little factor I'm focusing on the fact on the little like wrong things instead mm-hmm. of just like oh what can I learn I'm, I'm thinking I'm hoping that doesn't get worse and then I'm thinking you're just thinking of the wrong thing it's just right. detachment it was like what we just talked about uh, in the kitchen like a few minutes ago it was like um, I asked you if you were going to try jumping today mm-hmm. since you had in a little while <laughs> um, and and I asked you th- I asked you in that way specifically yeah. so that way you didn't have any factors to attach no, to it like oh my word? foot hurts or my hamstring right. it's there's like no uh uh it pressures the word but there's another word like uh no assumption that it's supposed to be a right. good day a certain way at yeah, all exactly. yeah exactly and mike's it's helping me up. out because he knows that i'm like that so he's like <laughs> he's asking me in a good way that's what yeah. makes mike so great but um how about you how about how's your mindset changed about the awareness of yeah it? so i mean i i do that a lot too in turn like going back to what you were saying about just add this putting down those roadblocks is that um when i a lot of times what will happen is if I'm, if I'm missing like consistently, let's say in a dunk session, then I'll have that same mindset where it's like, oh, this is just a bad dunk session and I end it. But there'll be times where if I just have a clear mind or if like my friends around and we're laughing and just having a good time, mm-hmm. then I might hit a, like a two, I, like there was literally an instance where I hit a two hand dunk after missing most of the session. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it was like the last dunk of the session. I made it and I wasn't even expecting that. It was just, my mind right. was clear. I was like, so my friend told me a joke, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to pretend this is a Nerf hoop. And then I yeah. threw it up, and it, it just it felt effortless. It was easy. But I totally when you have get those it. roadblocks, it yeah, just feels like... Yeah, it's so like, hard to explain. But every time I... Because it feels like um, clear mind or not worrying is just saying, like, it's going to ease you up, and that mm-hmm. makes it happen. But it's... The only way I can explain it right now is, like, thinking of that, like, spiritual law of success book. When it talks about the detachment, it's like when you're open to the you detach from the way it happens it's not just like letting your body loose and like flowing like with your muscles and the mm-hmm. way you plant and all the things work properly properly it's like it's almost like you might jump a different way i don't know it's so hard to explain without a good example mm-hmm. but it always works for me when i'm in that clear mindset of like it's okay if i don't get it and it's like even my first east bay i think was like at the very end of the session when i've been jumping forever it's like when you're not trying to do it you're just trying to it's you're okay with not hitting it. Mm-hmm. It may it allows you to hit it, but it's it's such a weird catch twenty two as we've said a hundred different ways. Yeah, yeah. So how, so going going back to that idea of like 
um, of being detached from the outcome. How have you been applying that to your everyday life aside from dunking? If you have, um, well, whatever that. you, as you know, I'm doing the, the life coach certification mm-hmm. and I want to get clients and I want to, I want to make that my career and I have such big goals and I want to achieve them, but I don't attach from like the way I start making money from it. So it's like, I, cause I might want to talk to groups. I might want to work with like online. I might want to work in person. So I kind of like see myself being successful, but also detach from that outcome of like, how it will happen. That's one thing. Um, but I think about that all the time is like whenever I uh, want something to happen is, uh, I don't, I try to think of it, but then the first thing is like, if it doesn't, the first thing I say is like, if it doesn't happen, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. So, cause I feel like that's the good mindset to be in. So that way you're still open. Um, like for example, me and you, this is a podcast that was turning into like a full podcast, mm-hmm. but like when I talk about, us, I was like, I really want to get our podcast done, right? And it's like, it would be great for my YouTube say There's like so many benefits to it. I'll say to myself, well, if it doesn't happen, it's okay. Maybe it was like meant to not happen. And that sounds like too, like, just like you're letting everything happen, but it's, it helps you ease on your mind. So another thing I do is like, say I have goals for the day. I want to read a little bit. I want to get uh, a video up. I want to mm-hmm. edit. It's like, I have some goals I want to do, but then I also have some goals that are like stretch goals. It's like, mm-hmm. if I get to the first couple, then I do it. Instead of saying like, I want to get all 10 things done. Be like, no, I want to get two things done. And if I get to the other ones, it works. It's kind of similar. I don't know. And I feel like this will help the, like the audience just to let them know that you, so you do everything yourself yeah, right that's now. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So how do you keep that organized? Like, how do you so, choose like what to do and not what not to do? And, and do you ever feel like you're doing too much? Like, do you feel like there's too much going on? Always, in your head I like, always feel like there's too much but like I was saying yesterday is I found, I'm finding ways to um, make things more efficient that work together like this mm-hmm. podcast is like my morning little meditation motivation type thing that's what I want the podcast to be and I like to start my day with a little motivation or like a, a certain mindset mm-hmm. and I also like to express myself and I also like to share that motivation because I feel like it's so impactful and the reason I started the podcast which I've said a million times is because like ideas that we have, like this conversation is I like to share with my other friends. Mm-hmm. So I found myself like calling my friends that morning. Like, but, so I'm like, why don't I just make a podcast? That's how it started. And now I'm integrating it all into one. So when I wake up this morning, I want to start my mindset with something uh, I want to say. I can kill all those birds with yeah. one stone by just making a podcast in the morning and sending it out. That and, makes sense. And what else is the other part of your question? I think, oh, other things I do. Do you feel like you're doing too much and how do you organize? Too much, like how do you yeah. choose what to do and what so, not to do? Like so that helps because it kind of... down that side. Right. So it keeps my podcast in the morning. So then I'm kind of done. That kind of like gets it out of my head for the day. I, I kind of like got to express myself, but also I, I started the day with some motivation, which is like one of the core things I like to do is like inspire and motivate. So I feel like I got that out of the way. Um, and then when it comes to dunk vlogs, I've been more patient. I make sure I tell the story correctly, make a good coherent video that is quality and the whole thing's valuable. Mm-hmm. So I gotta work on that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so tough. And so, when it comes to doing too much, I, the 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 best thing I've learned is be patient, but also prioritize. So I think I was mentioning this the other day too. Is that like sometimes I wanted to get a video up because it's been like two days, mm-hmm. but instead of rushing that video up, I want to I need to get something other things for my life. Like maybe I need to do some homework. I need to study. I need to go to a class that's online, or I need to just get to bed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I want to like prioritize sleep. And so I kind of work backwards. So you prioritize what you want and work backwards. Mm-hmm. Sleep is a big one. Make sure I eat, have like the right nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so dunking is probably number one because it's like physical and it's like my main goal. Mm-hmm. So 
I want to maximize energy first. So I, I think I can make a priority list on the spot real quick. So I was going to say going forward, yeah. So like what, yeah, if you, so going forward, looking forward, what would be your top, like say five priorities? These are great in, questions, by the way. So energy is number one. They are not, but I'm thinking about them on the spot. So <laughs> energy is number one. Out, energy is number one. Not because I just like, like to freaking preach it, whatever, but I love it the most. So energy, okay. Meaning like I love to have the most energy, feel the best mm-hmm mentally and physically. So whatever I do prioritizes that. So if I have a, if I wake up and I feel awful that day, it's all about what can I do to fix that energy? Mm-hmm. Whether it's like get my nutrition right. Maybe it's just plan more. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just take care of errands. Maybe it's clean my apartment, whatever's like bothering my energy the most. But mainly it's like, if I had a terrible sleep, I'm like, okay, tonight I'm going to sleep at eight, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And then I work backwards for that day. What's interesting about that, not to cut you off, but no, it's no, like, no. that's something that can be incorporated into the dunk sessions when you when you feel like you're overthinking things. Mm-hmm. It's like, just think about it like you just described in terms of mm. getting your energy. Right. It's like, don't think about all the little details and all the little mistakes that you could Mm -hmm. make. It's like, think about the next dunk is going to be my most like energetic. It's going to be my best dunk. Like think Mm. about it like that. Because like you said, if you wake up and you don't feel energized, you don't just think, oh, this is going to be a shit day. Yes. You're like, how am I going to raise the energy to make this a better day? Yes. So that's kind of what I do is I go to the session like for today. I have a goal of like, yesterday I jumped a tiny bit and I felt like... I felt how bad my confidence was off my injured foot. Mm-hmm. So I took like two jumps to see if I can build a little confidence. And I did. I made like maybe a 1% progress where I jumped a little more aggressive. So today I'm going to fully warm up. And my goal is to get aggressive mm-hmm. with my plant. I don't know how my hamstrings are going to feel. I don't know how the things are going to feel with my um, my hips because they're so right. tight and my glutes. But my goal is to get an aggressive plant. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. And if I dunk it with that, that's great. But if not, if I can't, then I'm like, for example, I can see myself kind of feeling like too tight already. Right. So if I go and I can't get too, if I can't get to that aggressive, I work on what I need to work on. Right. So it's like it's the same thing. So if I can't, I want to get to that aggressive. But thing. but I think it's important to distinguish what's mental, what's mental and what's physical. Mm-hmm. It's like are you just are you physically hurting? Like is there pain mm-hmm. or are you just creating a mental block? Because my friend will point these things out to me during dunk sessions, sometimes where I'll say things like. I remember one from like when I was dunking from the side for the first time, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I need a curve. And he was like, what the fuck? Just dunk. Like, yeah. just jump. Like, <laughs> yeah. how about you just jump high and yes. like dunk and that, so, that'll happen. I think about that thinking every about session. thinking about these excuses. Too. Right. I think about that every session because I am very mental and I do mm-hmm. set up a lot of mental blocks. But I know Thursday, three days ago, was like a really exhaustive day. Mm-hmm. And I was going to rest yesterday and I ended up jumping a little bit and I felt really sore yesterday mm-hmm. and still sore today. So... I know, number one, I always think it's like mental 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going in today. Like, it'd be, I think about like how I, that's what I use visualization. I'd be like, it'd be great if I just get some aggressive jumps. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I think. But then I'm okay if I doesn't because I'm learning how to get back to that. But that's my goal. And I think to myself, I visualize those actual things and be like, I'm so grateful I can like jump aggressive. And that's mm-hmm. how I go into the day. Right. But now that you need to hit 10 dunks, but, but just that you exactly. jump aggressive. Jumped aggressive is my goal. And then. If it doesn't happen, then I I can just see what I could work on. Meaning like, for example, if it doesn't happen, instead of saying like when it doesn't happen, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't happen where I feel like I feel something pulling is like, okay, I need to work on those hips. I know I need to like get looser Mm -hmm. and I I keep making progress towards those goals, but you Mm -hmm. just have to work backwards just like any other goal. And over before the jumping aggressive, like higher up on the list of my goals Mm -hmm. is to jump max, like jump my highest, not even my highest, just like jump full speed, attack the rim with no pain. But to get back to that point, it's important to let those roadblocks kind of dissolve. Mm -hmm. So that way you can get back up to that point. Because otherwise you could stay in this this zone of like, oh, I'm sore, I'm hurting. And like, 
put all these negative. Yes. So that's the thing. I made some progress Thursday where I played pickup. Like that Mm -hmm. was a pretty big deal because I played, my hamstrings were super tight, but I felt athletic and I felt moving. And that was, I felt like my ankle sore, which I haven't felt. So I felt like I did something I haven't done in a long time. Mm -hmm. And my power jumps were still there. Like I still did some standing vert, but my foot was still healing. Like I think I went too early Mm -hmm. because I got the procedure done on Friday the week before and it was still a little sore. So I should now looking back, I should have waited till Saturday to jump with you guys because like that's that soreness on my foot felt like I was making it worse. So Mm -hmm. I was really hesitant and that made that kind of put me down a little bit. But who knows, maybe from playing in the basketball games, you actually like activated your body and you you got muscles working that haven't been working in a while. Exactly. So So I did that, made progress. And then, um, but yeah, I think I overdid it. I just got too excited because I was playing, but my actual jumps, I couldn't jump aggressive because of the hammies and the foot. But that was, that happened. Like Mm -hmm. that wasn't, um, those are no Robux because I felt good. Mm -hmm. But then when I went to take off, I like felt a little pain in my foot and then I started to like build on that bad thing. So I I cut it. That's the thing is that like I didn't push through it because I felt that it was pain. Right. And I didn't want to jump on the pain because in the past I made it worse by trying to jump through the pain. (laughs) Not the foot making worse, but the mental block made Mm -hmm. it worse because I was like trying to jump through the pain and I was like causing myself to jump weird. If if you're listening, I'm like dancing around (laughs) showing Mike as (laughs) I'm doing it. Okay. So back to the list. So number one was energy. What would be like a second? Um, let's go three. Let's go top three. Okay. So energy is number one, but that leads into dunking because I Mm. want to, well, I guess it's just my life. Like dunking is my physical and athletic and like my main goal. It makes the rest of everything. But also I want to have enough energy to keep learning a lot. Mm -hmm. And like I'm building a business, like I'm coming up with a life coach program and I'm finishing school. Um, the certification I mean, which is like a training program. So I want energy to do that as well as physical energy. So it's like mental energy and fi- <laughs> it's just energy. Yeah. I don't know. So, so I had a question about the life coaching yeah. just, uh, since you brought that up, what brought you into that? Yeah. And do you so, feel like that's, do you feel like that was something that you needed to do since you already have a platform or nope. do you feel like it's just, it's, it help feels you? like when you were talking about the physical therapy, how it feels like, right. When mm-hmm. you do it, that's how this feels. Mm-hmm. I was love to express myself. I was a lot of like, I guess you call it soul searching, but it wasn't really soul searching. It was more like learning about myself, trying to maximize everything I do. And I was like, what do I love to do? Like I was reading all these books. I was listening to podcasts. It was like all about finding strengths. And I know that I have, I love to do everything. I'm sure you have a lot of interest too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I wanted to maximize what I can do. So I'm like, what am I good at? What am I naturally good at? What's like my nature and nurture? Like I know I like to talk. Mm-hmm. I know I like to interact with people. We had that survey thing, yeah. but like I love people. So I'm like, I'm like, this is over time too. And I'm realizing how much I like to love people, how much I love to live, how much <laughs> I like interacting with people. I realized how important that was. Well, I'm going to grab that survey and read yeah. you guys the first few paragraphs. <laughs> it's a survey I did um, for work that was like a personality type. It's over here actually. Oh, oh it's right here. Oh. I'll find it for you. Okay. So then before you read this, let me just say one more thing. So I was just learning about myself finding the priorities of what I like about myself, and it led me to life coaching. All right, go ahead, Mike. Right. So I'll read you the second paragraph, because this one popped, this one stood out. So it says, most likely you value personal connections, so you spend time and energy cultivating your personal and professional relationships. You tend to have a fairly large network of friends and colleagues, and you probably enjoy social gatherings. And when someone has a problem, you like to offer a helping hand. In fact, you may be so eager to help that you sometimes overcommit yourself. So would you say that's accurate? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then we got paragraph four here, starting with, when communicating, you tend to be fairly expressive <laughs> as he's dancing around. Yeah. In the- <laughs> 
So, the picture right now. Um, and then most likely you're genuinely interested in what people have to say and you're probably equal, equally willing to spend time listening and speaking. Because of your desire to connect, you make it clear to others that they are important to you. Yes. Yeah, I think that's good. So, th- yeah. So that's like a survey. Yeah, yeah. I just got back this week and that's like spot on. And I, I knew those things already, but it's funny that a survey tells me that, that I took months ago. But anyway, I was taking my own like little like online test is that a uh, 16 personalities test. Have you ever took that online? No. I would love for I you to take so. it. Anyway, it tells you like a lot about yourself. So anyway, I was just taking it's the awareness. It goes back to awareness. I was like in jobs. Like for example, when I would see people, when I would ever have an interaction, I went to the bank, went to a restaurant. I loved the person like I love talking to them and I would think of that job and be like I don't want to do that job because there's no money but like I found myself wanting to do that job I said that backwards I should say I would find myself wanting to do that job and I was like why do I want to do that job it's like so many hours everybody that does it hates it and I and I started to like and I, but in these different situations I, I kept wanting to like that seems like a fun job and I was like what is it and I was like oh it's the people I get to see new people I get to mm-hmm. interact with them I get to like make their day better yeah and so that's one thing I learned I loved people well, that's what I've learned about just being around you is that yeah. it's different talking to you in person than it is like on the phone mm, or cool. texting. Yeah, it's just completely different. I love, yeah, I love in person so much more. That's why this podcast is so awesome in yeah. person because it's, I've I've been wanting to do it. I want like a studio and want to like find a way to do it. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that from the podcast that I in person is different or just even just talking is different. Um, and then I also... What about life coaching? So, and I also love helping people. So not just do I like interacting, but like I've had all my friends and we talk about our life situations Mm -hmm. and I like helping them be themselves. So that's what it was. So why the life coaching school though? Because I know you've been reading a lot, you've been learning a lot and you have the This is the last thing. So then I had, what I liked about my vlog and Mm -hmm. my life was that it was finding me, finding, helping myself be myself. Mm -hmm. And that was so important to me when I finally realized that everything I do in every aspect was being myself. Mm -hmm. That was most important. I wanted other people to be themselves Mm -hmm. and, and find their passion. Cause I feel so lucky. I found a passion with like YouTube and doing podcasts and also just like life coaching was like my passion when when I found it. I'm like, Oh, life coach, I can have a job where I interact with people. I help them live their life to the fullest Mm -hmm. and all my content can um, facilitate that even more. Like, I not only do I like life coaches. You have clients, but if my podcast grows and it's it's like a life coaching type of environment, or even like I get to share the same ideas, it reaches like a ma- mass of people. That's not just for me to benefit, but it's like I get the message of me trying to help people live their life out to the f- masses. It's like everything works together. And then the life coaching school, um, I found because when I started taking on clients, I was like. I, I didn't feel, when I thought about having clients, like I figured I could help, I knew I could help people just be, by listening because mm-hmm. a lot of it is just listening and asking questions. You don't even really, you just help them see a different thing. But then when I thought of like other clients, I didn't feel confident to actually help them. I felt like, um, what's the word? Uh, like imposter syndrome, like who am I to show you what you can do or like who am I to show besides even though I'm like I'm not even like successful like I'm not I don't have a successful YouTube I'm a successful person as like I'm aware mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like for example if you went to a life coach like a 25 year old person's like I need direction in my career mm-hmm. they're not going to come to a 26 year old that's doing YouTube right. in his apartment so why not bring <laughs> why not bring this into your YouTube channel like connect yeah I kind of am like, that's kind of what this podcast they is to be younger but yes both of our audiences are younger relatively so young. that's the goal uh, let me finish what I was saying, yeah. how I got to the school. So then so then I was like, okay, 
if I get a certification, it'll help me not feel, it'll make me feel qualified to help people. Mm -hmm. So then I was looking for a certification and then I found this school and then it's like, I've learned so much from the school. It's actually called INLP. It's neuro linguistic programming. So it's all about like how people give off cues, how they work with their subconscious, how we were talking about. So that way I feel so much more confident. That's why I'm doing this podcast because I feel qualified to give this information because I feel like I know how to handle all the situations because you learn um, how to help somebody, but also like how to listen, what to pick up on, how to like help them transform their mind, not just, but like within themselves, not like I just like say, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to stare at a wall and count backwards, whatever the fuck, like random shit. No, it's not, it's not that it's like how to, it's tools. So for example, if you get better at, it's like learning a language. If you learn a language, you can talk to that person over there. If you learn another language, you could talk to that person over there. I learned all these tools that now when people, this is a really good analogy, I think. <laughs> when I, I've learned all these tools and now all these different problems people have, I'd say, oh, maybe this will help. Maybe it's a motivation strategy. Maybe you could try this. And maybe the, and it's just about like knowing when to implement what. It's not really, I don't have answers for you because the answers are all within you. And I just say to you like, Oh, I'm seeing this. So if you tell me like, oh, I'm having trouble, like for example, the roadblock thing, mm-hmm. you notice that I put up roadblocks right away. So you pointing that out to me, be like, I'm noticing that you're saying you can't do this every time. So it's more about asking people questions. It's all questions. Get them to think. Exactly. Yeah. It's all questions. So when I was learning that, I'm like, oh man, this is so, this is so exactly what I love to do. Mm-hmm. And also the life coaching, when I thought about it. So if you just think of the career in general, it was like helping people, interacting with people, um, helping motivate people, helping them find their passion. That's like exactly what I love to do in mm-hmm. all in one. So, and then I'm like, okay, if I got no money, I would still want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew it was like such a great career for me because I could picture myself doing it for no money. I was already doing it, meaning like I love to do it already. Like I love my friends when they come up to me and they ask me something and I help them like motivate them to do it. It's just something I love to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what led me to the school. And then your other question was, oh no, why not bring it into YouTube? Yeah, you like YouTube audience. So I do. I try to do that. I thought about that recently, but that's kind of what this po- – this is like the start of the podcast. So mm-hmm. if I had more time, I would make a video podcast every morning but and like maybe like talk about things and show things and like – but I just don't have that time yet. Um, but that's what this podcast is and it is going on my YouTube. People aren't seeing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I did think recently like I learned a, like a journal technique. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about making just a video on journaling like or like planning, like how to plan your Monday for the week because I learned some really good things just from my own experience that, that I explained on one of my podcasts. So how do you have any like ideas? Because that would be awesome if you think like what way I could implement it more on the YouTube. No, I mean I think just – I mean commenting could be one, one of the ways, like just interacting with the comments to get – if you – it's like if you see people asking questions about what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's like I think those can be people – that would potentially right. want something like Give uh, me an example of a question. Because um, one, because like, one, what's your routine? Maybe something right. like that. Because then that, that's like a sign that maybe they don't have a routine. Right. Or that they're interested in changing their routine. So I do. When they comment like that, if you want some water, by the way. Oh. Uh, I had some, uh, I, I had some comment like that once because somebody commented on my podcast, um, like the actual podcast on YouTube. And he said, how do I define core values? And that was ex- that's exactly what I responded with. I'm like, that's what I do. That's what I would like to work with. So, um, uh, but like, so that it's starting to happen where people are realizing that I'm trying to implement it on YouTube, but it's only in the podcast version. I was thinking like, it's hard to implement it in a vlog. We were just talking about, mm-hmm. but 
I do, like the latest vlog, I talked about the habits and how important it is. And I actually developed a new habit for my dribbling mm -hmm. because I'm terrible at dribbling and I go to the gym every time to dunk and I do warm up. So why not incorporate dribbling? It's another thing. It's a great example of the efficiency of like adding a habit that flows with your life. Mm -hmm. It's like that dribbling is a great warm up. You're going lateral, you're going like, you're working your arms, you know, you're like using little muscles. It's safe. There's no impact. Plus I get to work on my handles. So yeah. I, I'm going to try to make that. A, I'm not going to, I'm making it a habit. Yeah. Every time I go dunk. Okay. So we got so we got energy. <laughs> yes. We have mental dunking. physical. Well dunking. Yeah. Yeah. And that that leads into everything else. So yes. it'll be like a third one. Third priority. Uh life coaching business, I would say. Oh, I thought I thought you connected that to dunking. Like dunking mm. kind of led into that. It I gave, guess. It gave you the so, opportunity. I don't know then. Um those are my priorities. Another awesome. one is so I have like a few habits. So like one of them is like reading that book. Mm -hmm. Just because I really like it, it's giving me like a really cool outlook on it's the living and flow one. Mm -hmm. It's making me feel like it's raising my awareness and it makes me feel like I'm learning so much I could say on my podcast. So mm -hmm. reading and then so reading's a priority, I guess. But so what about in terms of like health and recovery? So I, I know nutrition. You, you, okay, you so energy. Yeah. So the thing is energy encompasses all of it. Right. That's so maybe I won't start with energy. My life is energy. <laughs> Top priorities are sleep, nutrition, um, Physical, working, yeah. working out, and mental. I think those are my priorities. So, and but that's that's a good way to put it because then there's a different there's different ways of doing that. Yeah. So sleep only one way. Make sure I get I make sure I get seven hours. That's like the minimum. Mm -hmm. So like last night we stayed up chatting forever. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just I slept in a little bit till eight. Like usually it's like seven, but um, so that's like the main thing is sleep. So I prioritize sleep, and I think that's a good one to start with because. You need to like work backwards so you can get to sleep on time and start that routine. Because if you have a, if you start the routine the night before, you wake up and you you're you're going. Mm -hmm. It's good. And then I think the next one I said is nutrition. Is just make sure I'm like getting all the food I need. Make sure I'm fueling up enough and also getting enough for my body that needs it, like veggies and things that you really need and um, staying healthy. Because like if I can't stay healthy, that's that's the most detriment to the physical and the mental. You know. So sleep and nutrition probably one and two. And then physical, I want to make progress jumping. And mental, I want to keep learning, raising awareness, and building my life coaching business. And to do that, it's like learning about the awareness, learning how to structure, learning what my strengths are, learning what exactly I want to do, and like building a good program. It's almost like a jump program, but like a life coaching program, like find the exact um, reason for my program and the exact results. And convey that message the most directly I can. And then the other things are like little habits that I do, like I'm trying to learn Spanish. Mm -hmm. And that's like a priority right now because I'm going to Colombia and I've always been a thing. It's also like a good practice to practice a habit that I want to do every day. Uh, and that's it. And also um, interact with people. Like I want to keep, that's another priority is just, so there's a lot of priorities. That's a good, like, that's a good lead. <laughs> I think to like the last point that we wanted to talk about, because you were, you were, you asked me like, oh, what's something that you'd want to say to people on yes. the podcast there we go let's like, wrap it up yeah so i was like because we, we talked a lot yesterday just just having just in conversation mm -hmm. and steven asked me what's something you want to bring up to the people on the podcast and i yeah. said well i think something um that people should try to do more of or at least try to do one like once just do it mm -hmm. once a day or one time today 
And that's just trying to have an open conversation, mm-hmm. conversation with somebody. And like open being, you know, try not to judge, just listen, you know, yes. respond. By the way, that's, be what, patient. Yeah. that's what life coaching is, is the first step is a non-judgmental listener. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just want, need to say something with a non-judgmental so, so they can express. Because if they never express, they never get to see mm-hmm. if they're right or wrong. Right. And that doesn't mean don't give feedback or don't question the person, but... It's just having an open conversation with somebody it can, you never know where that's going to take you. Yes. And like, that's what, that's what happened yesterday. You when learn you about yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you do. learn, you have to learn, you learn. And that's another reason why I was led to life coaching. Cause at some point I've wanted to, um, I wanted someone to listen like that night where I was like freaking out. I was like, all I needed to do is tell someone was like, Hey, are you thinking that we're in this crazy place yeah. too? Or is, and I didn't want to, cause it was like, I felt embarrassed yeah. and, and nobody else talked about it. So I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? And then I, and then I finally learned about myself mm-hmm. that, um, it's okay. And then I trusted myself. But if you be vulnerable with somebody first, that's what all these new things are about. The Brene Brown thing. I think her name is Brene Brown. She's got that uh, new Netflix thing, but she's like a big, she's got like one of the biggest TED talks in the world talking Mm -hmm. about vulnerability. And it's like, it's the, if you ever want to do something, you have to start with like vulnerability, basically. Mm -hmm. Like it's the start of being courageous. Right. Is vulnerability. And having humility with yourself. It's like, don't think that everything you're doing is. Ooh, that's my back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's great. It should be. So that's your message. Yeah. For today. That's it. Yeah. Have open conversation. Um, That's, yeah. Memorial Day, you're probably spending time with your family. Yeah, just try to um, ask more questions, I would say. Ask more questions. Get your family to open up. It seems like families, yeah, they got a hard time. It's all small talk. Yeah, Yeah, I can't do that. But that's the funny thing is it's hard for me to do small talk. Like, I'll listen, but then I'll, like, ask another question and then see what I can get. Not that I'm trying to pry or learn. I'm just trying to learn about the person. Right. Here's what I I like about what Mike said about have the open conversation. For me, I know I like people a lot, but it makes your relationship with that person so much better. And people might not want that. So maybe don't do it with a person you don't want that. But if you like have a friend that you like, or you just want to take your friendship to the next level, <laughs> yeah, or they're afraid, or they're afraid to like yeah. admit it to themselves. Like, yeah, to it's because I have long conversations with my friend back home, and we'll be in the sauna for like, yes. you know, twenty five minutes just straight talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's you learn, you do learn from those com- open conversation, conversations. Definitely, I, I nice conversation <laughs> on the word right now. The thing is, for me, is I like to do that because. It, it elevates my life always. It's like, so now me and you, we had this long conversation. We have a better relationship. If I do it with everybody I meet, every relationship is so quality mm-hmm. and so good. It just keeps, it keeps compounding. Yeah. And I like that so much more. I, much ra- I personally, I have to remember that my mind is not everyone's mind, but it just right. makes, it makes my life elevate to such a more it's happy level everywhere I go. without the caffeine. Like, yeah. like we said yesterday, it's, yeah. yeah, it gives you a different energy. All right, so I think that's it. Thank you, Mike. That was yeah, so that much was fun. fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll be back on again in person again whenever that is. Yeah. But if not, maybe we'll have a call. Anything else you want to shout out? Your YouTube? He's a YouTuber. Oh too. yeah! After this, we're gonna be doing a video. Uh, oh yeah! Looking at my yeah, looking at my jump program. So stay yeah. tuned for that video on my channel if you guys want to, or if you guys have been looking into a jump program. Yeah. So I'm gonna look at it. I've never seen it before. It should be really it's be cool. A genuine. Yeah. First reaction. And for me. StephenSelly.com for everything, all your life needs. And I'm coming out with that 10-week transformation program. It's going to be sweet. I'm really looking forward to it. It's literally what I love to do. So if you want to get to this level, me and Mike are on, this relationship, (laughs) let's work. All right. I'll talk to you later. Toodles.